You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Belinda Mulder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. So this morning I've got the privilege of speaking to you the first time in this new building. And I thank God for the privilege. Amen. It's an amazing, overwhelming feeling to know that God is here. And I look at that big cross and I I think we'd never know the price you paid on the cross. My heart is filled with love for God again. Because on the cross, He took all my cares, all my burdens, all my worries, all my anxiety. He took it on Him on the cross. Every single care, every single burden, He took and He died on the cross to give me a life that's different. Amen? When you look at that cross, church, and you walk out under that cross, and you walk in under that cross, it's a constant reminder of what He had done for you. Amen? Turn to your neighbor and say, He did it all. He didn't just pay one price. He paid every single price that needed to be paid. Amen? What can take your peace, church? What can take peace out of your heart? What is that one thing that possesses the power to take the peace out of your heart? For one person, it can be when you open a tomato sauce packet at a McDonald's and you just squeeze it away a little bit too much and it goes all over your, your top or your dress. Amen? Has anybody done that or is it just me? <laughs> Amen? When you open that packet and you think it's all under control, I'm ready for the day, I'm just going to put a little bit of tomato sauce on my chips and then the next minute you have the stain. Amen? Are you with me this morning? Yeah. Amen. Amen. What is the thing that takes your peace? Is it traffic in the morning? Is it the, the report card, parents, that your children have brought home? Children, what is it that takes your peace? Is it taking the report card to mommy? It's different things cause the peace to leave different hearts. For another person, it's sickness. For another person, it's business. For another person, it's breakthrough. You know how many people we speak to in a week that says, Pastor, just pray for me for breakthrough. Who needs breakthrough in this building this morning? Amen. Amen. We need breakthrough in different areas. Maybe it's in your healing. Maybe it's in your finances. Maybe it's in your job situation. Maybe you go to work in the morning and somebody is gossiping about you and you have to face that all day. Can that be something that takes our peace away? I don't think so. I think when we have the Prince of Peace living inside of us, how can peace leave us? That means Jesus would have to leave us. Amen? Like He's given us peace, joy, health, healing, salvation, blessing, He's given us peace. Amen? So if you have peace on the inside of you, you have Jesus on the inside of you. And He's our Prince So whether I'm facing a tomato sauce packet, (laughs) amen, or I'm facing a sickness that's, that's threatening to take my life, I have peace on the inside of me. Because peace is not the absence of problem. It's the promise that His presence will be with us. Amen? Let me say that again. Peace is not the absence of problems. It's the promise of His presence. Do you know what I'm saying this morning? You know what happens, church? When we go through a hard time and we hit a storm, what is the first thing that goes through our hearts? We start questioning the love of God. Is that true? Is there anyone out there that understands that? When you're going through a hard time, but God, do you love me? If you love me, surely I wouldn't go through this. God, do you love me? Do you love me? And God is saying, I loved you so much 
that I gave every drop of blood that was in my body. What more could I give? Every single bone in my body was out of joint just for you. Not even with a knowing that you would love me back. Can you imagine the love that God has for us, church? But we question him in our storm. But you know what? He's with us in our storm because he's the Prince of Peace. Many of us go to different things to get our peace. When, when we need peace, some of us go and we eat something nice, ladies. <laughs> Amen. We go eat a nice dessert or an ice cream. Somebody maybe goes and drinks a, a drink. Somebody maybe throws themselves in their work. What do we do to get peace? We go on vacation. We think, you know what, if I just do this ultimate holiday, I'm going to have peace. And that, are you with me, church? Amen. We go to different things for peace. And God is saying, just come to me. My burden is light. My yoke is easy. Turn to your neighbor and say, his burden is light. His yoke is easy. You were made to possess a land, church. You were made to be an overcomer. You were made to go over and not under. You are not made to drown in a storm. You were not designed that way. Amen? The boat is not designed to take water. When it takes water, it goes under. But it's not designed to take water. It's designed to float on the water. In our storms of life, we are the boat. It's when those storms start getting on the inside of us that we start going under. Who's with me? I know us ladies, we're always worrying what if, what if, what not, what if, what, it might. It might not. It, it should have. It could have. Um, it would have. Amen? Are you with me, ladies? Amen. We have those thoughts. Lord, what if this doesn't work? Lord, what now? Lord, which way? Um, um, what now? My family. Is my family safe? Is my family fed? Is my husband okay? Is the church okay? Is everything going to be okay? Amen? Just tell me it's going to be okay. Amen? Who's, 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 got this, who's had those thoughts? Is it only the pastor's wife that has those thoughts? <laughs> Amen? We have those thoughts. And when our, when, our, when our families drive out the door, we say, Lord, I lift my eyes up to the heels. Because when I cannot protect them, Lord, you can. Amen? Amen? When my husband goes, I can say, Lord, he's under the shadow of your wing. Amen. You hold the airplane, Lord. The airplane doesn't hold him. Amen? Amen? <laughs> Amen? Because then we start laying our burdens down. Because as long as the storm is on the outside of us, we're okay. It's when the storm starts getting on the inside of us that it starts destroying us. Why? Because you were never made to hold a storm. Ladies, you were never made to be fearful. You were never made to carry anxiety. You were never made to do these things. You were made to be victorious because you are made in the likeness of God. And the likeness of God says you live in victory. We walk in victory. We sit in victory. We stand in victory. You were never designed to drown. Yes. Turn to your neighbor and say you were never designed to drown. You were never designed to go under. You were never designed to not make it. You were never designed to fail. You were made in the image of the almighty God. The image of Almighty God goes over. It goes over. It goes over. It goes over. The image of Almighty God soars on wings 
like eagles. The image of the Almighty God runs and does not get weary. The image of the Almighty God walks and does not faint. You are made to succeed. Amen. We're going to look at somebody in the Bible this morning by the name of Joshua. You know, when I read the story just in Joshua 3, it just warmed my heart because I could see someone that was made in the image of God that chose to trust God. Joshua was the understudy of Moses. Amen? Remember, he was Moses too, I see. And when they'd walked through the desert for 40 years, they could finally see the promised land. Can you imagine waiting for your storm to pass for 40 years? Amen? I would be a little bit frustrated. Amen? Hallelujah. And they get to this big river, the Jordan River, and just the other side of the river is Jericho. And God has said, this is the city I've promised you all these years. It's so close, they can smell the city. Amen? They can see the city. They can see the doors opening and the people coming in and out the city. But there's a big river in between them and the city. But Joshua is a mighty man of God. He saw Moses lift his stick to part the Red Sea. Remember? He must have been there when Moses lifted his stick and he parted the Red Sea. And thousands of Israelites walked through the Red Sea. But Joshua was an understudy of Moses. God wanted to use Joshua in a different way. God said to Joshua, Joshua, you are strong, be strong and courageous. This morning, church, God is saying to you, Lynn, be strong and courageous. (laughs) I'm preaching at my own mother this morning. Amen. (laughs) The Lord, you can put your name in there. Marianne, be strong and courageous. I'm with you. Let's read that in Joshua 3, verse 7. It says, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn to the right and to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. This book of the law should always be on your lips. Meditate in a day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. And look what the Lord says again. He says, have I not commanded you? This morning, church, the Lord is saying, have I not commanded you? What does he say next? Be strong and courageous. It takes courage to face this world, church. It takes courage to stand up on a Monday morning and to keep fighting. Amen? Amen. It takes courage to lay your head down at night and know that God has got you. Amen? Amen? He says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Amen? Amen. So the Lord first established his worth in Joshua. He says, Joshua, you've seen Moses part the Red Sea with a stick. But I'm not asking you to be Moses. I'm asking you to be Joshua. Amen? Isn't that sometimes what steals our peace, church? We want to be somebody else. Do it some other way. And God has not called us to be copies. He's called us to be originals. He saw Moses lift the stick and part the Red Sea. Now he's standing at the Jordan River. And you know what? The Bible says the Jordan River was at full flood at that stage. 
I went to look it up. That in full flood, it meant there were rapids that would actually take people and drown them if you put your foot in it. It wasn't a little river, calm little river running down. It was over Passover where there was big, big rapids because on the west of Jericho, there was a mountain range. Amen? And on the, on the east of Jericho was the Jordan River. And at that time of the year was when the river was at its highest. Is your problem at its highest? Are the rapids threatening to drown you? You were never made to drown. Amen. 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 Turn to your neighbor and say, you were not made to drown. You were not made to drown. You are made in the likeness of God. You are made in the likeness of God. But God tells Joshua, Joshua, you're not going to lift up a stick because you're not a carbon copy of Moses. What I want you to do, I want you to take the priests. And I want you to get to that river and I want the Ark of the Covenant as the priests step into the water, I will take care of the rest. Can you imagine what Joshua must have felt? It's a raging river of rapids. Till today they say once a little girl fell in the river and an adult actually jumped in to try and help that, that, that little girl at the time, at this exact time at the flooding time, and it actually, they both drowned because of the rapids were so huge and so strong. Amen? Let's see what happens here in Joshua 3. It says, Early in the morning, Joshua and all the Israelites set out to Shittim and went to the Jordan. There they camped before crossing over. Crossing over. You don't have to only have peace in your promised land, church. You can have peace in the crossover. Amen. Amen? Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, I can have peace in the crossover. I, I don't have to just have peace when I have everything my heart desires. Amen. I can have peace in the crossover. Amen. After three days, the officers went throughout the camp, giving orders to the people. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the Levitical priests carrying it, you have to move out from your position and follow it. It says, you move out from your position and follow it. Did it say God will move you out? It said you move out. You decide I'm not living this life of anxiety and fear anymore. Amen? Amen? Amen. Who's ready to lay the anxiety and the fear down once and for all? Amen? It makes us old people and then we need Botox. Amen? (laughs) He says you move out. Joshua told the people, consecrate yourself for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. Did he have the plot of what the Lord's going to do? He just heard, be strong and courageous. He didn't know what the Lord's going to do. He said, don't worry. I'll sort out the river. You just send the priests ahead with the ark and I'll do the rest. And remember, people that stepped into the water were drawn by the rapids and drowned because they were so strong, amen? But he says to the people, consecrate yourself for tomorrow, the Lord will do amazing things among you. Do you believe that, church? Joshua said to the priests, take up the Ark of the Covenant and pass on ahead of the people. So they took it up and went ahead. And the Lord said to Joshua, today I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of Israel, so that they may know that I am with you as I was with Moses. Tell the priests who carry the Ark, when you reach the edge of the Jordan River, go and stand in the river. Can you imagine a raging big river with rapids and God says, go and stand in the river. (laughs) 
Do you, can you imagine the, the absolute trust that they must have had in the word of the Lord that said, today I will do amazing things among you. Imagine they didn't step into the river. Amen? But many times our fears and our anxieties keep us back because God has promised beautiful things. He's promised a breakthrough for you. He's promised a beautiful life. He's promised life. But we don't want to stand with our presence of the Lord with us and just trust Him. Amen? Joshua said to the Israelites, come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. This is how we will know that the living God is among you and that He will certainly drive you out from the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Giragashagites, <laughs> Amorites, and the Jebusites. See the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth will go into the Jordan ahead of you. The Lord will go before you. Amen? The Lord will go before you. And then choose 12 men from every tribe of Israel. And as soon as the priests who carry the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, set foot in the Jordan, its waters flowing downstream will be cut off and stand up in a heap. Can you imagine what that would look like? It wasn't in front of them like the Red Sea. The water was cut off in a, in a, in a, higher up in the river, in a, in a country called... It's here somewhere. My eyes are blurring. Can you imagine? <laughs> okay. But it was in a little country, a little, a little town, a bit further up, in the vicinity of Zaranath. Well, and then as they stepped into the water, as the flood came, the water started drying up. It says here in verse 16, the water from upstream stopped flowing. It piled up in a heap a great distance away. Remember, when they stepped in the water, did the water pile up next to them? Do you think they maybe still had a few currents where they had to stand? The water was drying up a while away from them. It piled up in a heap a while away from them. They could have walked into that river and said, this is not true. God's promises are not real. He doesn't love me. I'm turning around. How many of us have given up when the breakthrough is just a little while up the river? Amen? Turn to your neighbor and say, don't give up. Don't give up. You were not designed to give up. You are not made to give up. Nothing about you says give up. Everything in you says, keep on. Be strong. Be courageous. Be strong. Be courageous. Be strong. Be courageous. Because you will see amazing things that the Lord will do in your life. Only be strong. Amen. Come on, church. We need to lay those burdens down and lighten our hearts because the world needs to see the peace on the inside of us. How can we give peace if we don't have peace? How can we be peacemakers if we not even have the peace on the inside of us? Amen. We are not like the world. Those without hope. We have the hope living inside of us. We have the Prince of Peace living on the inside of us. He does not leave, church. He does not leave at your ugliest. He loves you like He loves you at your best. Did you hear what I'm saying? At your worst mistake, God loves you as if you're doing everything right. Because His love is not based on outward things. He loves you completely. He loves you even when you are at your worst. Because he says, my grace 
is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. We are all weak, church. We are all in need of God. But God says, my grace is sufficient for you. We all face uncertainties. We all face a difference for tomorrow. We all wonder. But if we know who holds tomorrow, why would we worry? Worrying and anxiety changes the gauges on your brain. You start seeing everything that, that, that should have just already happened. Amen? And fear grips your heart. And what does fear do? Fear consumes you and their peace leaves. Not that God has left. He's still there. You've just chosen to ignore him. Amen? Peace is not the absence of problems. Peace is the promise of his presence. We want to live our life not for peace, but through it. We want to live our life not to gain peace one day, but through peace. Do you know what I'm saying, church? We don't want to live a life to one day get peace. Because you know what? One day you will get that breakthrough. You will get those finances. You will get that business. You will get everything you want. And you'll realize it's nothing without the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. It's nothing without the Prince of Peace looking after it for us and sustaining it for us and keeping it for us and taking us through to the next one and the next one and the next one. Breakthrough is just not once, church, but we refuse to believe it. Breakthrough is not once in your life. God has got breakthrough on breakthrough on breakthrough on breakthrough on breakthrough on breakthrough for you. But you don't even believe in the first breakthrough because we limit him by our fears and our anxieties. You know, I'm going to show you a picture this morning. Can you put it on the screen? They are students in a competition to depict peace. Amen. Most students depicted an ocean. Most students depicted beautiful rivers and calm waters. But one specific person, student, actually drew this picture. Peace in the midst of the storm. Do you see it? But when you look at that picture, what is peaceful about that picture, church? There's lightning. There's a very strong water current. It doesn't look like peace, does it? But look a little bit closer. Put on the next picture for me, please. In the cleft of the rock is a tiny little bird. And that little bird is safe. Because it doesn't matter that there's lightning. It doesn't matter that there's water flowing. It doesn't matter that the earth and everything looks as dark as it can be. That little bird is safe. Do you see that little bird in the cleft of the rock? And that's us, church. Bible says we are safe in the cleft of the rock. Amen. Amen. We are safe in the midst of a storm. That little bird is not worrying about the storm. That little bird is not worrying about the lightning. That little bird is not worrying about the water flowing. That little bird knows he's safe in, the, in that cleft of the rock. And that's you and I, church. This, the world, this is the picture that actually won that competition. Because everybody thought peace is when there's beautiful streams and a beautiful calm ocean and a lovely sunset. But you know what? Peace is if we can find that place when it's not like that. Because we live in this world. We're not of it, but we live it. Amen? Amen. And remember, you were not designed to fail. God never made you and said, Mr. Bombi, you are going to fail. I'm making you to fail. 
I've designed you to fail. You're going to try over and over again, and you're going to fail over and over and over again. This is what I made you for. Is that the God we serve? But that's what we believe. He made Bombi, and he said, I've placed everything inside of you to be a success. When Joshua went over, the priest stepped into the water. They took a step of faith. Sometimes, church, you need to just take a step of faith. Just choose to believe the promise. The world is making millions out of us because we don't choose to believe the word. Amen. Amen. People are suffering from depression and anxiety. And if you need something, by God's grace, you'll get through that. But you know what? If you choose the word, the word has the ultimate power. It can sustain you. Do you hear what I'm saying? It can sustain you. Are you ready to believe the word? Are you ready to step out in faith? As the priest stepped out in faith, the river heaped up miles away. Sometimes, church, you don't see God working out your problem. Sometimes you just seeing that storm. You're not seeing a mile up, 50 miles up. God is heaping up the water for you that you can walk over on dry land. Amen? But you're looking at where you're standing right now and those rapids are saying, I'm going to drown you. And you know what you're saying? Yes, I'm going to drown. I'm going to drown. I'm not just going to drown. My family's going to drown. And my husband's going to drown. And the grandmother's going to drown. And my mother's going to drown. <laughs> and my father-in-law's going to drown. And my mother-in-law's going to drown. Amen? Do you know what I'm saying? That's what we do. Instead of saying, I'm not going under. I'm going over. I have the Prince of Peace living on the inside of me. I'm taking a step of faith. I'm choosing to trust His Word. And I will come out victorious. Amen. I will make it. I will make it, church. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm going to make it. It's going to be okay. I'm telling you, it's going to be okay, church. You know, many people just want to hear, the Prince of Peace lives on the inside of you. It's going to be okay. Amen. It's going to be okay. You could be in that little bird in that rock today. And you could face the wind and the waves and the, the dark nights and the lightning. But what do you choose? Peace is not the absence of problems. It's the promise of His presence. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faithful requests before God and overflowing gratitude. Tell Him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real and honorable and admirable and beautiful and respectful. Pure, holy, merciful and kind. And fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising Him always. Amen. So if a thought comes your way and it says you're going under, not just you, your family, how are you going to make it? You say, is this thought authentic? Is this thought real? Is this thought fixed on good and honorable things? Is this an admirable thought? Is this a beautiful and respectful thought? Is this a pure and holy thought? Is this thought merciful and kind? If a thought is not merciful and kind, it's not what you were designed for. Merciful and kind. Is fear merciful? Is fear kind? 
No, fear comes to destroy, church. This morning we come before the Lord and as Joshua, they stepped into the water, the water parted. And by a step of faith, they went over the Jordan River on their way to the promised land. If they looked in the natural, Jericho had big walls. They were actually very um, slippery walls and they were huge. They even built homes in the walls. How could a small army go across a river and conquer this mighty city? They owned, they had, they lived on a plateau. Um, Jericho was built on a plateau so they could look over them. They had the advantage. They had the advantage over the Israelites. But God said, I've given you the city. Sometimes when things look overwhelming, God is seeing a different picture because he sits on a higher plateau, right? Amen. Amen. Does God not just see today? God sees tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And God says to these people, as the Ark of the Covenant walked through the Red Sea, the presence of the Lord, as the Ark of the Covenant walked through the Jordan River, the Ark of the Covenant is going to walk around these stinking big walls that want to fall on you, and it's going to bring them down. Amen? Amen? Amen. Can you imagine what these people have, had thought? The Bible says they said to each other, this is the same Israelite army that walked through the Red Sea and killed all the Philistines. They said that to each other. They knew the Ark of the Covenant 40 years before had saved these people. And now they see the Ark of the Covenant bringing this whole army across the river. Can you imagine what must have gone on in their hearts? And God says, trust me. Trust me. And that's the bottom of having peace. Do you trust him? Because if you trust someone, even though it looks like that picture, can you put that picture back on the wall where the little bird is in the cleft of the rock? Even though your world looks like that, Is there something to be afraid of? Does he not control the lightning and the wind and the waters and the waves? If he controls that, does he not control the peace in your heart? Does he not control who you are? Does he not control your future? Are you with me this morning, church? But you know what? We refuse to believe. We refuse to believe that our God has got us. You know what, when those waves come, when that Jericho wall is standing, when everything is screaming, you're going down and your heart is anxious. I'm trusting God to put that picture in your heart. And when the lightning and the waves and the thunder and the water comes against you, you can find yourself in the cleft of the rock and say, I'm safe, Lord. I'm safe because peace is not the absence of any problems. It's the promise of his presence. Amen. It takes a woman of faith to say, I trust you, Lord, when the waves are coming. It takes a man of faith to say, my family is going over, not under. It takes a man of faith to stand up in the morning and say, I'm going to face this world knowing that my God is fighting for me. My children are overcomers. My children do well. My children have a good future. Our young people need to hear. They have a good future. Amen. There's jobs for them. Amen. There's universities that will take them. They have a good future, church. We cannot put discouragement into our children's hearts. Because God, the same God that fought for Joshua, is the same God fighting for you. He didn't change. He didn't love Joshua more than you. Amen? 
So you and your family are going over and not under. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.